Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Secure AF podcast, the podcast about all things cybersecurity. I'm your host, Teddy Underkoffler. Today, I'm joined with Donovan Farrow, CEO of Alias, as we talk about how you can kickstart your cybersecurity career. Donovan, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Secure AF podcast. You're welcome. It's good to be back. It's been, it's been a while, but uh, we've been busy, so uh, a lot of stuff in the news. So yeah, moving and grooving, moving right? And, yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> moving and grooving. So so what 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 you got going on today, Teddy? What what, what you got for me? Okay, so we get a lot of phone calls and field a lot of questions at events, conferences, things of that nature from folks who say. Hey, I'm going to school for cybersecurity or, Hey, I really like computers or a variety of different questions along the same vein of how do I get to do what you do, right? How do I become a cybersecurity expert, get to do the pen testing, get to do the forensics? Um, It's not necessarily so cut and dry. So if you want to talk a little bit about that, that would be fantastic. All right. So this is a good question. Well, I get this one all the time. How do I get into cyber forensics? I'm, I'm joking. Cybersecurity. I, first of all, don't call it cyber forensics because that's, that's a good joke, though. Uh, so like, you know, my, my background's a little different than a lot of people today. Um, there's, there's two different ways you get into it. Um, a lot of people uh, will also say this. One of the best ways to get into it is to just love IT, get into it. Like learn to build a computer, learn a, I mean, a little bit of coding. You don't have to do coding. I, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm not the best hacker, but or I, I can do it, but I, I don't code at all. I, I stay away from that, like the Black Plague. It's not something I care about. I'm not into it. <laughs> so even the engagements we have, um, it's not because I'm some elite coder. And again, I'm not the best. I just have, I think, a good rounded uh, security uh, acumen because I understand how to build a computer. You know, how a hard drive works, how a you know, operating system works, how a network works, how to set up a server, Active Directory, dual authentication, Office 365. There's many things that I understand, obviously networking, go on and on and on, that a lot of people don't get. They think that today, and uh, a lot of people think that they can just take some courses and they're the best hacker ever. Um, even the courses, I mean, OSCP is a great example. That stuff is great, but that's not real world. Um, they put you in a lab and you know to, to run the commands and you know how to do that. And me, maybe I'm just, maybe I'll just t- take a different approach because I, I was terrible at testing. So everyone out there that is, that is dying because you're like, man, I, just, I can't get the certification. I'm, I'm stupid. You're not stupid. If you're stupid, then I'm stupid. But, you know, um, hopefully you're listening to me because I'm not. <laughs> so, so don't worry about that. There, there's a whole atmosphere out there. One of the biggest questions we have when people want to be a pen tester, uh, they're like, you know, I don't have any certifications or a degree or whatever. I'm like, that's cool. So tell them about your home lab. And if they're like, well, I have a laptop. I'm like, okay, what's on the laptop? And they're like, I mean, I don't really, I was like, oh, so you don't like, so it's not really like a passion thing for you. You just want to make some money. Don't get me wrong. I love to make money too, but that's not what makes a good pen tester. Mm-hmm. A good pen tester to us is someone, if they don't have certifications, it doesn't matter. It's not a pre-qualifier. Uh, a degree is not a pre-qualifier. Um, it's woman who, someone who actually has passion. Like if you're like, man, at home, I was running Cali and I ran this exploit and it didn't work. So I don't even know if I was running it correctly, but it was kind of cool. I was also using some autopsy and I run that on a, on a, on a machine. So it's, it's a forensics tool. Um, I was doing the new, you know, metasploit on a, on a new, uh, exploit. 
and it worked or it didn't work, or, hey, I know about these threat feeds that are for free on the internet. Um, that's really what it is. It's, it's, it's a passion thing. Um, and again, it's, it's, the world has changed um, from, you know, I, mean, I sound like way older than I am, but <laughs> technologically, the world, <laughs> the world has changed. Yeah, right. Uh, is, is that, um, man, people like, hey, man, I'm going to go get a degree in, I, I, in cybersecurity. Or I'm going to get a degree in, in hacking. And that's cool. And we, I've interviewed a lot of people. And even like this one guy, you know, was talking to me. He's like, hey, man, I have a, I have a, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Hi, Mr. Farrell. I have a doctorate degree in uh, digital forensics. And um, I think that I can perform. I'm like, sweet, dude, I don't have a doctorate degree. Tell me what, what the hell did I miss? Mm-hmm. What do you know that I don't know? I've worked 2000 cases. He's like, well, I know about, I'm like, see, that's good. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but why did you go to school? Did you go to school because you thought you'd make a ton of money in this industry, which you can, but what makes you different from everyone else is your knowledge of it. It's not what you have behind you. I don't, I don't dismiss all degrees and all that stuff just to get into it. It's just that people don't, they just don't have the passion. So if you want to get into it, going back to me, obviously I'm, I'm like soapboxing over here <laughs> is, uh, uh, do you enjoy it? And if you enjoy it, I guarantee you'll make money in it. But if you're just here for like, I don't know, because you read a billboard that says you were going to make X, it's just, it's a tough place to get into. And you, you won't, it'll be, it'll take you a while to be a really, really good pen tester, a really good cybersecurity engineer, because all you've been taught is the basics of security. And even what kind of blew my mind as I got a little older is I talked to a lot of coders um, even though when I worked in the corporate world, these guys have degrees in coding. And I'm like, these guys are way smarter than I am. Some were, some were not, <laughs> but they didn't even know how to like set up Outlook. Like my email's not working. I'm like, aren't you like a, a MIS or computer science degree? And they're like, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't understand email or it's just, uh, it's wild. So passion is very important, right? Actually enjoying what you're doing, but let's talk a little bit about what are some of the most common certifications? Because that's a question I get asked a lot. Well, what are some shirt certs I should have that look good to employers or, you know, that I can actually learn beneficial things from studying for and taking the exam for the certification? Yeah. So one of my favorite things for us is um, if you want to start the, I say the base would be, um, you know, A plus, net plus, security plus. But for ours, it would be very important for someone who's doing security. Uh, we kind of have a 90 day requirement. You have to have a security plus, security plus, because if I ask you what port 53 is, you better tell me like what that means. And that's not just me. It's other, other people. If you can just know what, what, what protocol runs on what port you're ahead of the game because now you're talking networking now you're talking communication now you 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 sound like you know what you're talking about then you can start adding on the applications from it and i that's a that's a great place to start and even i mean there's so much we 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 you know we donate our time to the um security world let's say i'm sidestepping your question i apologize teddy but (laughs) (laughs) but like I mean, there's so many meetups out there. Like, I'm available on LinkedIn, you guys. I help people out all the time, and I love it. I enjoy it. Um, a lot of my engineers do the same. We have meetups. We had, you know, B-Sides here. Uh, mm-hmm. That was super cool. Um, we want people to participate. And if you participate, man, you go to one of these talks with my guys talking about, you know, how boats can be compromised on the on the seven seas or uh, Lemon, uh, Lemon who did a, a, a red team, a village for... Uh, 
well, it's the Red Team Village that goes to DEFCON. He did a, a B&E, which is mm-hmm. breaking and entering for all you super ethical people. So we don't just do that. We do like, you know, physical pen tests. Like, how do you break and enter to a company? We don't break anything, but we use tools to hijack door functions, which sounds crazy. Well, Don, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about breaking doors now. <laughs> this is all a hacking. It's all about how physical access I can get to the cybersecurity access or the, or the you know, the data closet. All this stuff is important. It it happens. It happens all the time. It made the news that someone dressed up as a FedEx person and took over an entire bank because they plugged in a malicious USB because they were downloading the shipping uh, information. They just walked right in and did it. That All that crazy stuff matters. I, I even have a electronic nerds, right? You have solder nerds, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd too. I'm just saying like geeks, whatever, um, you know, whether into, you know, physical access, whether you're into, I don't know, forensics or you love writing exploits or you love running exploits, all that stuff. There's, it's such a, it's like a whole new sector of information technology that exists. And, and obviously I'm doing my best to preach, preach to the choir out there. That feeds great into my next question. Cause my next question was going to be, so I don't know how many times everyone I see say, I want to be a pen tester. I want to be a pen tester. It's a, it's a pen tester. I want to do pen testing. Pen testing is great, but surely there are other ways you can specialize and work in cybersecurity, right? You have to have socks, you have to have monitoring, you have to have the reporting side. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, what are some of the other sanctions like you were just saying, right? If you wanted to be the B&E guy, if you wanted to be the SOC guy, if you wanted to be the forensics guy, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, and there, there's some really cool spots that we have. I mean, even just our industry, um, even starting just in, in no particular order, our forensic person, right? What can a forensic person do? Well, they can work criminal cases. They can work, you know, corporate cases. They can work um, intellectual property theft. I mean, that is still security. You, when I, and I'm going to tie it into because I, I maybe felt some security engineers cringe a little bit. Let me bring you into the. Let me bring you in over here. That feeds right into incident response. Okay, that's blue team. That's still cybersecurity incident response. I'll, I'll fight with anyone on that. On that, I know you want to call me blue team, but it's not. It's purple at best. I'll, I'll argue, but. It's the response to an incident, and if you know technology, how servers work, how networking works, you can say, hey, this hacker came in here, executed this exploit, uh, infected these machines, and potentially stole this data. That in itself is forensics is what it really is, but it's not court-worthy, right? So there's a good balance there. On top of that, you have another cybersecurity role would be, um, what if a company, you're monitoring their network? They're on a SIM tool or, you know, a firewall. They, that has to be upgraded. Those rules have to be put in place. They have to be monitored because if no one's watching it, that's when everything happens. Everyone's like, I have no idea how this happened. Oh, you didn't update your firmware on your firewall for two years. That That's exactly how it happened. And then going down the next row would be you have your SOC um, analysts, but also you have, uh, again, you have your pen testers, obviously, say that's that's the higher part. Pen testing is not just just for what you traditional network pen test. There's also web application, and you know that's kind of a more coder side. We like to have coders help us with that. That build exploits. You have to figure out how to attack a web web server, and if they give you access as an admin, they give you access as a user. What can you do as a user? What can you do as a guest account? What can you do as you know a super user? All those are super important, and that's very very. Um, important to clients. And that's the kind of, I'm kind of demystifying what web application is. 
uh, monitor. Even we do it on iPhones, right? iPhones and Androids, there's a new app they released. What can you do if this app's installed and you register as a guest? I mean, that's, a, that's like a whole new, that's mobile hacking. It's a wholly different thing. And then obviously you have the, uh, and then you have the physical pen test, you know, can you get into a facility? Do you know the way this lock, do you know what kind of lock this is? Can you lock pick? Um, do you know how to subvert cameras? Can you do an audit? All this stuff is cybersecurity. We do other audits that we go in and say, can I get past this, this bank or this industry or this, you know, whatever company we're working for industry. And am I on video camera? Can you see me? And if I did get in here, would you even know? And also those video cameras, um, do they even record? Are they actually working? I see them. I see a little red light. So that means they're working, right? But that doesn't mean they're recording. There's a lot of stuff that goes way back in that are security and compliance that we do other audits like FFIC, HIPAA, PCI. That stuff is still in the cybersecurity realm. So there is a vast, like a whole new explosion of uh, verticals you can get into and they all overlay that and that's 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 the cool part about this industry and it's growing and we need people but depending on what you want to do you don't have to be a, a pen tester but you can still be in cybersecurity and it'd be super fun and exciting so with all of the different verticals you know people will tend to either be a specialist right they will do one specific vertical their entire career and they're going to be fantastic at it Or, you know, you're going to work on like the smaller business side. You're going to be a generalist, like a jack of all trades. You know, I do the pen testing. I do the auditing. I do the sock monitoring. Is there any benefit to one over the other? Or are they two different, completely different? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it's a good, good question. I think it's, uh, again, this you're uh, asking me, but I'll answer for the public as well. Wouldn't it be cool if you got to choose whether I want to be a generalist? Um, I know everything, but I'm not the best at one thing. That is a talent in itself. And we look for those people a lot because we get stuff thrown at us all the time because we jump in a network that we don't run usually Juniper firewalls, but they do. And we should know it or Cisco or Palos or whatever, Fortinet. Um, we, we, to have that, uh, that, uh, we'll say that, that long knowledge is great. And also when you get stuck on a, on a specific scenario, you have a guy who's really good at writing expo- exploits or you have a really good guy that runs Metasploit. Having that, that's where you actually can grow, right? So you don't have to be perfect in one thing. Maybe, you, maybe you do like just running Metasploit. Maybe you like doing the hacking and that's perfect. But honestly, you're probably not as good as the generalist when it comes to getting in initially. But once that generalist hits that brick wall, that's your chance to step in and be, and take it to the next level because that's outside their scope. So man, it's, it's really versatile and there's a lot of room for anyone to get in and and uh, learn whether they want to go straight up or or uh, horizontal. It's it's a pretty exciting industry to be in now. Yeah, it is exciting. Um, so kind of to summarize, right? So initially, just have some passion, have some care. You know, if you're thinking about cybersecurity after hours, there's a good chance you're going to have that passion. Um, very important. Not necessarily as important as having a degree. Sometimes certifications help, degrees help, but just get excited about it, right? Um, Network computers, right? You need to know the ins and outs of computers and networks and how they work. Not only network computers, but you also have to network with humans. You need to go to, you know, networking events. The dreaded humans. What are you talking about? (laughs) I have to to talk to people because how can they hire you if they don't even know you exist, right? I don't read your, I don't, I don't go to your blog because you don't even post it because you're scared you're going to get hacked. (laughs) Exactly. So go to the conferences, go to the events, you know, there is a speaker you really liked. 
wait afterwards so you can talk to them. Chances are they're going to be really excited to talk to you. So it's a great chance for you to kind of network and get to know people, get to know a little bit more about the industry. Um, and then of course there's lots of different career options in the yeah. different paths. There's it's wide open, right? Yeah, it's wide open. So the world's your oyster. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, the world is your oyster or your shell for all you uh, Linux users. You like that uh, pun there? Oof. <laughs> You're welcome, neckbeards. Anyway, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate um, uh, you know uh, all the questions. And again, if you guys have any questions anytime, I'm always available. And even my team, we love uh, we do hosted events. Uh, we like you know do lunch and learns. Um, we like to give back to the community. You know, I highly encourage everyone to do the um, the Loka InfraGuard, the Isaka, the B sides. The uh, I mean, it's not it, local, but of course, there's DefCon, yeah, right? They put out a lot of content online as well. So. Yeah, yeah, and there, there's a ton of groups. So if you're not mm-hmm. involved, that's a good step to get in there. I know, I get it. There's humans there, and you know, it's going to be virtual only for a little longer. And you're going to have to get up behind your your video with the camera off. By the way, we still don't know what you look like, <laughs> but <laughs> but you know, that's important. You know, get out there, let people know who you are. There, trust me, there's a ton of people that that, that have your passion. Ask questions. If you you can't introduce yourself because you're a super uh, nerd geek like myself, that icebreaker is the toughest for you. You could just say, "Hey, man, what's the latest exploit on Cali?" And then mm-hmm. buckle up because it's hopefully you brought some beer because it's going to be a long discussion. Yeah, and <laughs> and there's a really good chance that a lot of the people there, their business is hiring, but maybe they just haven't published it, or maybe they're looking, you know, to meet people at these events and see those who are the most passionate and Absolutely. then talk to them about the open positions. And we may or may not do that. You see some stuff public, but that's not where we've hired a lot of people is because mm-hmm. I want that hunger. And I'm not the only one, but having that hunger goes a lot longer than a lot of things you think. So don't, you know, whether you can't afford college or maybe you suck at tests like myself, don't let that discourage you. Get out there, communicate. Um, you can grow. And even if you do have a degree, please, you know, reach out to us and, and other companies because this industry is growing and we want um, we want to be able to uh, fight the hackers and defeat them and all that cool stuff. But <laughs> it's only going to grow and we got to get smarter and better about it just to protect ourselves in the United States. Awesome. Well, Donovan, if you don't have anything else to add... I don't. Um, I could probably talk for days, but I think on this one, that'll be good. Again, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Reach out to us. We got to contact us on the alias uh, InfoSec website. Um, and I'm going to do the, if you, if please don't forget to like and subscribe, uh, click below. <laughs> don't forget to hit the bell. That way you get all the alerting. I'm just joking. But if you enjoy this, uh, let us know. And even if you email us some topics, we'd be happy to take care of it and tackle it. We do get some recommendations sometimes. So thank you yep. guys for listening. Yep, absolutely. Thank you for listening. Donovan, thank you for joining me today. All right. Thank you.